Hello, everybody. Welcome to the set. I want to talk a little bit about the debt situation in the country because we're already $31.5 trillion in debt. We're reaching the limit to raise the debt ceiling before we end up in a default situation. I want to talk about that here on the set. So basically what's going on is that uh, the Biden administration and Kevin McCarthy, meaning House Republicans, managed to get a deal where they both had to give in on a lot of stuff, uh, but not so much for the Bidens. And originally this was going to be where Kevin McCarthy said he's only going to raise the debt ceiling if the Biden administration and Democrats commit to by signing a deal, which would then raise the debt ceiling, that for the next 10 years, there'll be a spending cap limit of limited spending for 10 years where you can't just put the country in the ground even deeper than it is right now because of all the inflation. Plus, there was going to be dramatic uh, uh, gains uh, from this deal because Republicans were going to reallocate a lot of the money or just not spend a lot of the money that were passed in the bills that passed even three years ago with COVID, a lot of that money wasn't spent yet, so we shouldn't spend that money, right? And we're reaching a time where we're just going to have to spend more and more money. These bills that passed didn't get the money yet for the bills, didn't go into the people's hands, like the inflation reduction bill that passed last year takes a couple of years. So we could just say, hey, that, that bill is, is being dumped that the Republic that the Democrats passed last year when the Republicans didn't even have the House, they didn't have a say in the bill. And they could force the Democrats into that situation. You want to raise the debt ceiling, we gotta cut on some of the spending that you've already done. Now you can argue that Republicans should not have a say on future spending for the next 10 years when who says Republicans are going to be in control of the House and the Senate and the White House uh, if the Democratic voters and the American people decide that the Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the White House then, then they're going to be able to then spend whatever they want. Republicans now shouldn't be able to put a hold on how much they could spend then. Now uh, Democrats shouldn't spend like crazy as they've done. That's despicable. That's really screwing over the country. But in the end, with this deal, we got two years of spending caps. Amazing, no? Two years. We got a lot out of this. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, $20 billion uh, that's not going to be spent on bills that have already passed. But $30 billion or even 40 Every second day there was another bill passing in the numbers of hundreds of billions of dollars. You had an infrastructure bill where 60% of it had nothing to do with infrastructure that passed last year under the Biden administration, the Democratic House and Senate. That was 800 or something billion dollars. It was a trillion. I'm not exactly sure of the numbers, but it was in the high hundreds of billions of dollars. You're talking about $20 billion, $30 billion that you're saving. What crap is that? How much is it worth? It's worth absolutely nothing. It's a complete joke. Uh, but, but instead, we're... Letting the Democrats get away with this. And now, there's no accomplishment uh, on this spending cap limit for the next two years because Republicans have the House either way. 
Democrats cannot spend whatever crap they want for the next two years. So it's it's not like, wow, we got a spending cap limit, plus we got a couple of billion dollars, and the main focus is we got a spending cap limit. I don't need a freaking spending cap limit now when Republicans have the House, and they could block any crazy spending by Democrats in the House, and, and, and it wouldn't go through. So there's no accomplishment on that. The only thing that could have been accomplished was dumping bills that have already passed and the money hasn't been spent in those bills yet, like the inflation reduction bill because because inflation was so high due to the Biden's crazy spending spree and the Democratic Party since Biden became president, right? And they said, hey, what uh, what what's the solution to this inflation problem? Let's dump another couple of hundreds of billions of dollars in the American people's heads for the taxpayers to pay. Well, a big chunk of it is going to go to the corporations, no problem there. And that's how we're going to solve inflation, by adding, I don't know, maybe a little more inflation to the people's heads. <laughs> so that's what happened. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Hey, I'm in debt. Oh, good. How you dealing with it? Well, well people are suffering in my house. There's no food. Oh, so borrow more money. How about how about stop borrowing? Figure it out before you get into even more trouble, right? I, I mean, look at this situation. We had inflation through the roofs of the Democrats said, oh, we'll just spend another couple of hundred bi- of billions of dollars because the people in the country are suffering from inflation. A lot of people are going to get different benefits across the country, which will ease the inflation effects. But the inflation crisis is going to go even higher because you're spending so much money. Oh, don't worry. We'll spend, we'll pass another bill then that will give food to the people. And uh, it seems like they're trying to take us in the direction where inflation is going to be so freaking high and things are going to be so screwed up that they'll say, hey, you need us even more than ever now. We, the Democratic Party, to give free food to the people. Vote for us and you'll get free food from the government. That's what it is all about. But when you think about where we're in an inflation crisis due to crazy spending, and Democrats say, oh, here's an idea. Let's spend some more money. It's like when I heard of credit cards for the first time, because my parents weren't pro, they're anti-credit cards. Uh, it can lead to spending and shopping addictions. Um, I don't really enjoy shopping that much. I enjoy shopping a little bit, but when it comes to food, if I'd have a credit card, I'd be eating breakfast, lunch, and supper all day. I'd even I'd be having a dinner at uh, one in the afternoon, and then I'd have lunch uh, at like from two to twenty o'clock. Right, <laughs> it would be unlimited food. I still spend a lot of money on food, which is a problem for a lot of reasons. Uh, also, the money factor, but whatever. If I'd have a credit card, it'd be worse. So they're not so pro. They're never worn. When I was a little kid. I heard about it from kids in class. I'm like, well, my man, that's good. That's sick. Credit cards. You just swipe it away. And I thought, you know what's what's this is the, this is the greatest thing since Joe Biden died, because if you have a credit card from one company, you swipe it and you're five hundred dollars in debt to the company. I got a solution. I don't have to pay it back. I'll take out another credit card from another company and I'll swipe it. Five hundred bucks to pay to this company that I originally owe $500 to spending on, on products and items, right? That's all I'll pay it back. And then the next month, how will I pay this company that I just borrowed $500 from? I'll take out a different card from a different company. There's like a million companies out there. But then, bing, it doesn't operate in that way. 
you can't use one credit card to pay off another, right? So it's not a good idea to just take out a credit card and think you're going to swipe another one. But the Democratic Party, the solution to their debt, oh, no problem. We can spend, we'll cause inflation, we'll spend more money, right? We'll just swipe it again. We'll just keep on swiping it. And you know what? Say the system would be where you could swipe a card and then pay it over with another card and be busy doing that for 20 years. It would hit you in the head at some day because you're spending on other stuff as well, right? So your debt would increase on the credit card spending and you'd be in a massive uh, problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what we're ending up with with, with the, all this crazy spending. Now it's only inflation. What if it's a depression? There comes a limit. If there's a depression, they could spend as much money then as they want. But if the money's worth a pickle, and a pickle's going to be worth a lot of money then, then you won't be able to get pickles for the people. There'll be a loaf of bread. People are going to run to get it because of a depression. So... Cut down on the spending, people. Chill it out. No, they're just spending more money. And now the Chinese, they just keep on lending money. It's like, it's amazing. I was having a conversation with someone about this. Because, like, dude, I'm not this big, like, all the reasons and everything. I was like, why in the world are the Chinese lending us this money? <laughs> we borrowed $31.5 trillion dollars. And they just keep on giving it to us? Oh, because there's an interest. So they'll get back more. When? In 45 years from now? <laughs> President Xi don't give a crap about that. He's not being alive at that point when they start getting back the money. I mean, they're getting it back a little bit by now. But just like the credit card swiping for another card, we keep on borrowing money from the Chinese to spend, to pay back the money that we already owe them from years before. And this is a vicious cycle that's just not ending. President Xi just keeps us on lending us the money. So you'd question yourself, why is he doing that if he's going to be getting it back when he's not alive anymore and all he cares about is his life? He doesn't care about the state of China once he's dead, right? Uh, and then there's the other thing. We're in, a, we're in an economic war with China, and they haven't beat us yet, but they're, they're fighting us really hard. And that shows you that a uh, uh, country that's under dictatorship can be successful, right? Not only the United States that has a boom in the common. I mean, well, here's the thing, people. The thing is that the only ones that are benefiting from the success in the Chinese Communist Party are those that are partying at the top, and those are the dictators. And President Xi, the people on the bottom, are working like slaves. So you don't want that in, in the United States, even if it would include having a functioning uh, economy that can literally lend trillions of dollars to another country. So now you can question yourself. If they're fighting a war with us economically, why are they lending us money when if they stop lending us the money, what's going to happen is we'll crash because we need to borrow money to function as a government at this point because of the crazy spending in the House and the Senate. And if we can't do that, well, then our economy is going to go bonkers, right? Default. Why don't they let that happen? And then they'll be ahead of the game. So we're talking about this, and someone's like, well, yeah. 
But uh, if we go down, so does $30 trillion of China go down. So they got to keep on lending us money in the hopes that we'll pay them back one day. How crazy is that? They don't want our currency to fall because then the worth of the money, say at some point $30 trillion, due to crazy inflation and depression, $30 trillion would be worth, I don't know, $10 billion, $20 billion, or even a trillion. They lose $29 trillion. They don't want our economy to tank. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool situation where we, we put them in a sitch we, they want, where they want our economy to flourish. They want to be ahead of us economically, but they don't want us to tank because they need us to, to pay them back the money. That's, that's absolutely crazy. I find it fascinating. The Chinese, they're lending us money uh, when we're not paying it back for years. But if, we, if, if they don't lend us the money and, and our economy collapses, we're never going to pay them anything back. And they lose $29 trillion. So it's like, hey, you want your money back? Give me some more. As a kid, I remember such situations where like, what was it? You steal someone's toy and you say, you want it back? Let me play with it for another two minutes. No. Oh, well, then you're not getting it back. You run away. Right? <laughs> I mean, how crazy is this? And it's, it's a situation where they're stuck. They don't want our economy to collapse. But then someone mentioned, how about we say... COVID costs us trillions of dollars, thousands of lives in the United States, sadly. And it's due to the CCP, China. We owe them $30 trillion just to raise the debt. Because they were doing criminal stuff. It's not like it was an accident. So you can say the leak of the lab where it got out of the lab was an accident, but then they hid it from the rest of the world. They let it leak out of China. They didn't want to tell us how deadly it was. And it got out of China because they wanted it to reach the rest of the world so that they shouldn't be the only ship sinking in the water they wanted everybody to be affected economically by this deadly virus covid and that's what let it get out of china and that is that is so horrendous that killed so many lives just because president xi didn't want his country to be behind economically behind some other countries and they didn't want to be the only ship sinking i, I think you know for that and we're talking about this strip away the debt and so I said, I don't think stripping away $30 trillion away from the Chinese is a good idea. It's pretty complicated. Uh, they're not going to just let it go so easily. I mean, we can have a court case here in the United States, and then the judges can rule. China owes the United States $30 trillion for the COVID situation, or $40 trillion even. And the U.S. is not paying back a single dollar in debt. There would be a nuclear war, okay? It, it would be... Very, very dangerous, I think. And what else? We can't even say we're not spending, giving it back because the Chinese would stop lending us money. Right? If we strip away the $30 trillion in debt that we owe the Chinese, uh, how, how safe are we in terms of getting money in our borrowing, which we need so that we shouldn't default, thanks to crazy spending, so we can't strip away the debt and say we're not owe, we don't owe you anything because of what you did by COVID. We still need them. They need us to flourish in the hopes of getting back some money someday. 
And we got to keep the debt up, even though they cost us a lot of lives and money and during COVID, because we need them to, to lend us more money. What a weird game this is. This is so screwed up, people. But the bottom line is, you look at this bill that, that's going to pass, possibly some MAGA Republicans in the House and Senate are saying we're not for this, Chip Roy, one of them. And I think rightfully so, because, I mean, the spending cap limit is a joke. Nobody needs a spending cap limit if it's only for two years. Republicans have the House. Cut that out, okay? Two years. Republicans have the House for two years. You can't spend in this two years any money that's not approved by the Republicans. So there's a spending cap limit already without having such a deal. And then you got the other thing. You got taking money from bills that have already passed that haven't been, been spent yet and deleting it. That's something that people should be outraged already because we, right now, because people, if you understand, we have hundreds of billions of crazy, unlimited, stupid spending in bills, but that money hasn't been spent yet, that, that those bills have passed. So we could delete those bills and be, I don't know, maybe one or two trillion dollars less in debt because we're not going to be borrowing that money. We won't need to borrow it because the bills won't exist anymore. So if you can wrap your head around this a little bit, just just take a deep breath. All right? Thank you. Email the show the set talk at gmail.com. That is the set talk at gmail.com. If you have any comments or feedback or anything you want to let us know about or something. And then there's the other thing where if you or think about getting solar and you're in Lakewood or you're anywhere in New Jersey. Uh, and there's a great opportunity now in New Jersey where you can finance solar from a great New Jersey solar panels company, which we work with through emailing the set talk at gmail.com and ask for a setup and more information. And we'll provide that to you so that you'll know if it's something you want to get into because it's a finance at a very, very low interest rate. Plus, there's a 30% tax back when you get solar now because of a government program that became available, which I'm not pro the government program having been set up in this way. But if it exists, then you should be taking advantage of it because your taxpayer dollars was spent in that bill. You might as well get the benefits out of it. I'm not pro the 30% uh, tax cut uh, and that being put in place by Democrats because of the green agenda. And the corporations that make these solar panels, the massive ones, not the ones I'm dealing with, are giving them money to put that in the bill. But this is a great company that's been in the industry for over 20 years. And they've been doing solar panels, highest quality stuff. You've got a 25-year warranty on the, on the solar panels. You don't have to put any money down up front. Uh, and you pay per month until you pay back the full thing in a couple of years. And it's going to come out per month way, 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 way cheaper than your electric bill that you're currently paying. And it can put you in a very good position. It's good stuff, great stuff. No money up front. Very, very low interest rate. Ask us about it. Email the settalk at gmail.com. We'll set you up. And it's, it's good stuff. Settalk at gmail.com. The settalk at gmail.com. And I appreciate you all for having joined us here today. And if you are thinking about getting solar... Let me just repeat this, that if you're thinking about it and you've thought about it, but you changed your mind and you think about it again, um, or if you know someone that's thinking about it or if they're talking about it or if they want to go into it or something else about that matter, 
then you want to know what you're doing about it because it's the other thing that's going on because of the kind of system that's set up in the current situation. Everybody is trying to figure out the way to go and which